New rule. There has to be a dick-sucking machine on Bill Maher's dick at all times. <laughs> and that's a new rule. What do you think about that, uh... Well, we have the leader of the the clan here with us uh, to get, you know, a variety of opinions on the, the real talk with Bill Maher show. Uh, what do you think about that? You're asking... I'm not playing the clan leader. I'm gonna, nah, I'm gonna draw a line in the sand here. You're definitely the clan leader. It's like a Donald O'Brien. We could come up with a different kind of <laughs> shitty guy for Bill Maher to have had on his show. Okay. Um, let's just see. Donde esta the recording? Let's just see what just happened. I think uh, the Bill Maher acting. Let's hope it was on table. minimize. It was yeah, all minimized. Minimize, baby. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. We love the minimize button. You right, can save right. it for later. Uh, the Bill Maher acting round table mm. with uh, Kevin Spacey and Woody Allen. <laughs> <laughs> I have two innocent men here on today. <laughs> the episode's called The Frenchman's Dilemma. <laughs> <laughs> Has it always been French? That's what we're here to decide today. Which one are you? I'm Bill. Oh, that's right. I don't know what the other two sound like. Yeah. New rule. It's called a febophile. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he'll be pushing for that in the next five years. He is a libertarian, right? I think so. That's like his thing or whatever. <laughs> Does he do like the Larry David style thing and date 19-year-olds? Probably. Which is still better than the Jerry Seinfeld thing of dating 17-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> no, Larry David's like 80 and dates like a 40-year-old. <laughs> yeah. Which would be funny if people got mad at him for that. It is crazy how fat and old Leo is now. And how he just keeps dating kids. Younger and younger. His new girlfriend is 19. He is doing that. It's pretty weird. Yeah. I'd love to see his emojis. <laughs> <laughs> like how Leo emoji drop. Like how has he kept up with the times? What's he sending? He probably has a pretty nice, like a pretty good grasp on Zoomer lingo. What if he doesn't, though, and he's sending, like, A-S-C-I-R of a heart and stuff? I can has your love, and it's a cheeseburger cat. <laughs> he has a signature on his on every text. Yeah. <laughs> he's, 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 he's using, he's like, me gusta you. <laughs> forever alone. Yeah, for, yeah, when she ignores him, he sends her the forever alone. <laughs> That's manipulation. That's a toxic yeah. male trait. Yeah. Yeah, we need to talk about uh, the men in the forever alone face. <laughs> we need to talk about the men in the pussy posse, okay? Let's be completely clear. What's a pussy posse? <laughs> you don't know what the pussy posse was? Was that the thing in chaos, or was that something? <laughs> <laughs> Kinda. <laughs> Probably. No, they, no, no, I think they called Leonardo it DiCaprio's else. group of annoying actors who would get pussy together in the 80s like, in a very straight way. And talk about it and make love with each other about it yeah so it kind of the thing from chaos is like dennis wilson and terry <laughs> melcher and like one other guy i think they would basically do the same thing <laughs> right right that, if they're, they're also in cahoots with uh <laughs> yeah that's the original uh iteration of the pussy posse leo could definitely get mansoned <laughs> a la like dennis wilson yeah dennis wilson sleeper agent at this point in his career <laughs> Um, I got a question for you, Matt. Are you going to tell people that the rings are real? Oh, like out and about? No way. <laughs> no? 
Like, no. they ask you? If they're like, is that a real Cartier ring? I'm going to say no. You should say yes. I should say yes. <laughs> Maybe I'll say yes. Yeah, they're real. Look at the inscription on the yeah, inside. Yeah, yeah. Look, look, <laughs> look, look at the etching. Look at the etching. It says love. No. Before we started recording, you mentioned you didn't want the fans to know that... Uh, that you're wearing fake rings. Yeah, no, your podcast money is going a long way. We're all dripped out in real <laughs> Cartier gold. That's how we're recording right now. Joey has ten Panther rings on. <laughs> <laughs> Nine on my fingers and one on my cock. Danny, Danny can't move his right arm because he's wearing so many love bracelets. That's a, what's a love bracelet? Those ones you have to screw on the bangle thing. <sighs> That's so true. I love those things. They, they're jingling hard. He's jingling like a pharaoh. Can you say that? <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. The pharaohs were not good guys. Can you say that? A lot of nasty pharaohs in this crowd. <laughs> Have you guys seen the thing that's like, who the fuck my mom talking to? Oh, yeah, and she's yeah. like, pharaoh, pharaoh, please, pharaoh, I need you. Yes. Pharaoh. Yeah. Pharaoh, your te- the well, temple needs its pharaoh. <laughs> yeah. And he says, hello, my black queen. <laughs> I went to high school with a kid named Pharaoh. It's a good name. It's a cool name. I was under the impression she was just calling this guy Pharaoh. Mm, well, a little I guess bit his of role play. Pharaoh. Yeah. Mm. That's a like a, sexy. It's a tenant of Hotepism, right? Black Pharaoh. Egypt, yeah. yeah. absolutely. They it's were the kings. Well, I don't think I don't think they mean Egypt. I think they mean like Ethiopian kings. Mm. I don't well I don't think, I think hoteps are claiming Egypt continent, probably, right? No? Probably well, yeah, cuz there weren't yeah, probably the whole continent, but if you if if you want to talk uh if you want to talk kings, the Salam Solomon Solomonic dynasty. <laughs> that's some kings. <laughs> okay. You see uh, Trump is promoting that picture of uh, Ron DeSantis partying with high schoolers. Yes, <laughs> yes. That's not Ron, is it? He would never <laughs> do such a thing. Uh, he's so cool. I love a caddy Don. Absolutely. That's when he's at his best. <laughs> he's like, oh my God, could this be? <laughs> is this Ron? <laughs> he's like, I spy with my little eye. And everyone's replying to him, and it's like, "Sir, you hung out with Ghislaine Maxwell uh, a, a number of times." No, no, this is happening on Truth Social. <laughs> He's like replying to a guy with like it's Trump as a Pepe with an American flag. Those yeah. are his favorite guys for some yeah. reason. Yeah. <laughs> he does li- for good reason. No, exactly, exactly. Like you can try and like own the online right wingers because you know the average right winger is like a fifty-year-old retiree or whatever, mm-hmm. but. Trump's personal favorite guys are the ones that make those, like, YouTube, like, Call of Duty comps that have him saying you're fired over them. <laughs> yeah, There's the, no one he likes more in his entire base. The ones who make, like, wrestling edits. Yeah, exactly. Either oh, way. the guy's name was Ramses, and she was calling him oh, Pharaoh. That's hilarious. That's a cool name, too. Beautiful Risings, Pharaoh. Oh. <laughs> Beautiful Risings, Pharaoh. We should open all of our podcasts like that. Beautiful Risings, Pharaoh. <laughs> Just, our fans are make a- pharaohs. Yeah. <laughs> the Boomer Death Squad, Pharaoh. Welcome back to Boomer Death Squad. Beautiful Rising Pharaohs. Beautiful Risings, Pharaohs. Beautiful Rising Pharaohs. 
Uh, you guys know about the Kyrie Irving trade? I do, yeah. Yeah, they're sending him down to uh, <clears throat> down to Dallas. Mm-hmm. The Mavs. The Mavs, conspiracy capital of the world, where he will be taught advanced <laughs> forms of racism by Luka Doncic, the greatest Serbian <laughs> to ever live. Oh, yeah, he's going to get him fucking up there. Here's sports rivalries should be like on a city to city basis. Like all of your rivals, you know, are within one, one city. city. Like I know it works based on like division and shit, but it's like you one city should feud with another city's teams. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be all broken up. Yeah, I like when teams when one city has two teams. I'd like the sort of weird division that Oh is. yeah. Pittsburgh versus Philly. Uh or even like New York, they have what the oh, Nets one city, and the yeah. Knicks, yeah. or like the Clippers and the Lakers. Yeah, like that's Ooh. just like a cool dynamic. Like pick one, pick a side. Yeah, right. <laughs> Who are you going with? Yeah, exactly. I think I'd go Clippers. Uh, Matt supports all the things the Clippers guy said. <laughs> I, I don't think that was the Clippers, was yeah, it? It totally was. Yeah, that's was. Donald Sterling. I thought, that was, I thought that was the Nuggets. Nope. No, that was. <laughs> Well, I'm sure that guy said something not awesome, too. <laughs> Famously, nah, sports actually, owners say a lot of awesome things. Yeah, yeah. I actually don't like the Clippers, really. <laughs> Is I, that right? Now yeah, he I changes never, his tune. I actually never knew about him until Joey tried to trick me into liking him. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Doing Irish magic. Yeah. Yeah, Irish witch magic. Trap star. 666, pussy nigga. Rated R for retard the way I get in dumb money. <laughs> Band so stupid a stack will drop a nigga IQ by seven points. Real Neanderthal money, nigga. Real yeah, crocodile Joe magic yeah. shit, nigga. I smoke more gooder than any nigga in your crew. My weed too loud. My bitch too bad. My money too long. I'm rap game Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> Great line. Fluffy thought it was funny, too. Yeah. Ooh, you can just do this yourself. You guys see the big fat trophy hunter that looks like a mix between Donald Trump and uh, Johnny Rotten that got eaten? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's always fun. He got Dude. eaten by that the that lion's wife, right? Uh, his brother's, actually. Oh, his <laughs> a brother's much, A much deeper form of solidarity. That's so yes. awesome. All of your boys coming up and eating the guy. That's so fucking Joey, awesome. When, that lion ever, was a martyr. If you're ever trophy hunted, I'll eat whoever gets you. <laughs> thank you, it, thank you. It's also... Yeah, we'll jump and eat them. I forgot what trophy hunting was, like, only for a second there when you said it, so I imagined, like, a treasure hunter, and I was like, no. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, he shouldn't get eaten by a lion. That's sad. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, what happened to the treasure hunter? Back to Uber Death Squad, the number one uh, Greases Straight podcast on the left. Mm-hmm. I am your host, uh, Joe Travolta. God damn it! I am. Um, you know, I don't know literally a single other thing about that movie. Um, you can be Danny Travolta. Yeah. No, fuck you. You're, <laughs> uh, you're Dan. Uh, Dina Dozim. You're Danny Dozim. Oh, I have no idea what you just said. When fucking... I'll take it. 
when Travolta was on that fucking <laughs> award show. <laughs> he couldn't say Adele Dazeem's name. All right, that is a good one then. I'll take it. Or Adina Menzel's name. <laughs> no, I just think that's her name because that's the only thing I know it from. <laughs> that's his fault. And you're riding in your big car to heaven with your sweet baby girl, but I'm already there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Isn't that how that movie ends? I've never seen it. What movie? Were, was it a Grease thing? We were oh, doing? Grease. That's right. We were just talking about John Travolta. I don't know anything about Grease. Yeah, I've never know. seen the movie. I thought it was a Grease-specific beat. Well, let's... B- bit. <laughs> well, it kind of was. If there's one thing conservatives care about, it's Grease and <laughs> how straight it is, presumably. So let's hear about that. Right. Because everybody knows the rumors about John Travolta being a little light in the loafers, if you know what I'm talking about. And TMZ frequently reports on his trysts to the masseuse. You gotta take a little tryst to the masseuse sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. Get your loafers filled, or whatever. <laughs> loafers filled. Or whatever the metaphor is. <laughs> okay, uh, this episode, folks, uh, because I threw it together very fast, it's a bit of a PJ Media-heavy episode for uh, for you this week. I thought you were going to say it was a PG episode. I was like, what? No, no, penis job. Penis job. We're here to get a PJ. That's correct. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> cruising for a PJ. Oh, God. This guy's called the Vodka Pundit. <laughs> <laughs> that is correct, my friend. Holy shit. Yeah. The, he, all right. So let's let's get into this. Um, I think that we've done one of this guy's things before. Do you guys remember Insanity Rap? <laughs> you got, this guy does like a weekly column. Insanity Rap. Now they've gone and ruined Greece. What have they done to our sweet, sweet Greece? Greece has gone woke. <laughs> This is by Stephen Green, uh, a.k.a. Vodka Pundit in Penis Job Media. Uh, And this is like, um, it's one article, but it's sort of like a bunch of them. It's, you know, it's the weekly roundup. Uh, He says, plus there's pride, and then there's whatever this teacher is doing. Congressman Jim Clyburn really knows how to damn Joe Biden with faint praise. That sounds very exciting. And this is not the civil rights protest you think it is. Well, let's get to know Steve. <laughs> yeah, so let's, uh, let's get to know Steve the Vodka uh, Pundit, because at the end of every one of these articles, these guys have their own little self-written bios. Steve launched Vodka Pundit on a well-planned whim in 2002. <laughs> what? <laughs> he doesn't know what a whim is. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. This guy about. doesn't know what a whim is. Come on, yeah. pal. Really good writer. On a well-planned whim in 2002, and has been with PJ Media since its launch in 2005. He served as one of the hosts of PJ TV, a pioneer in internet broadcasting. <laughs> Is that uh, the billionaire from Silicon Valley? Uh, he also co-hosts Right Angle with Bill Whittle and Scott Ott at BillWhittle.com. <laughs> no way! <laughs> uh, it's discri- Bill it's Whittle, Scott Ott. It's a website named after one of the other two, and it's not the one named Scott Ott. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Whittle and Scott Ott. He lives with his wife and sons in the wooded hills of Monument, Colorado, where he enjoys the occasional adult beverage. Adult beverage. Go kill yourself, buddy. Uh, this guy's this guy's drinking the same shit I am. He's drinking like frozen margaritas. <laughs> this is such a strong way to start an article, too. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, 
He really knows how to grab your attention. Um, he says, before we get to today's big story, here's a short video to make you lose whatever little faith you might still have in humanity. This is not a sane world. Exhibit number one million and six. It's, of course, a libs of TikTok video uh, on Twitter of that he course. just links to. Um, with the caption, teacher suggests students should pledge allegiance to the Progress Pride flag. <laughs> my uh, my high school history teacher was featured in one of uh, this I lady's saw deranged posts. Yeah. Shout out him. Yeah, he was a good teacher. I hate that woman. Yeah, she's evil. She's disgusting. <laughs> he says, yeah, no. <laughs> He's so quirky. How old, do you, how old is this guy? How old did he He's say? probably 45. He didn't say in his bio. Yeah, he's probably Based at least... Based off the fact that this is about Greece, a movie that came out. <laughs> yes. Very 60 good years point. ago. <laughs> 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 I can only presume this man is 100 years old. <laughs> when my kids were in elementary school and Melissa and I would have that parent-teacher meeting at the start of the school year... I'd always confide in the teacher my half-joke, half-theory that education is a conspiracy between the parents and the teacher to get kids to learn stuff. Pretty epic. What? Nice little icebreaker. He's being cheeky. Uh-oh. Seems like you're handsome. overvaluing your part in this. <laughs> <laughs> the hell do you do? <laughs> yeah. Now the parents and the kids have to conspire against teachers like this one. <laughs> that's uh, that's how he wraps up that little yeah, that, TikTok That's video. definitely the experience of most conservative parents. Oh, for sure. I mean, they are conspiring against teachers, and they should go to yeah, jail for it. <laughs> yeah, but very rarely with their kids. Most of the time, the kids are like, you know, oh, fuck my life. Yeah, they're yeah, like, this yeah, yeah, sucks yeah. so bad. Yeah, yeah. Can I just go to school and see my friends? <laughs> yeah. All right, so we're going to get into... Um, the like the main part uh, of the writing here. Greece is no longer the word. I, I don't know what the fuck that means. Maybe it's a reference to the movie that I refuse to watch. Yeah, I'm never watching unless it's nominated for an Oscar. Danny's not watching. <laughs> That's it. very true. He says there's nothing less woke than Greece. Oh boy. We're... Yeah, this guy is pretty fucking old, man. <laughs> <laughs> He's about to make a point, man. It's the charming tale of stupid high school kids at Rydell High School in 1959, played by actors ranging in age from old enough for medical school to just joined middle management, making bad decisions about love and sex. All the while, they're singing songs with lyrics that were sometimes far dirtier than I appreciated at age 10. This, see, right off the bat, he's like, I like watching teens have sex. <laughs> There's one thing about me. I love musicals. <laughs> and teens. Uh, like and the, dirty lyrics. Like, even at the time, like, holy shit. Like, Jim Gaffigan <laughs> is probably fucking less woke than Grease. <laughs> uh, the movie version uh, also included a new title song by Frankie Valli, which is easily the best di disco-infused ode to 60s youth revolt for 50s blue-collar kids ever. 50s. Is this guy 70? Th yeah, were we right? <laughs> Is this guy 80 years old? <laughs> Literally. I was just 10 years old in 1950. Only 50s kids will remember. It's like <laughs> the phonograph, the yeah, lynching yeah. tree, yeah, the yeah, soda yeah. jerk. <laughs> there was even a nice message in Greece. There are square kids and there are cool kids. And they can all get along and even fall in love without having to change. <laughs> this guy's so really true. this guy's really moved by Greece. Yeah. Maybe I should check it out. I wonder how often he watches Greece. Yeah. 
the collapse of the Soviet Union heralded <laughs> the collapse of the um, cool kid and square kid dynamic. <laughs> That's Francis true. Fukuyama. This is the end of history. <laughs> uh, in short, Greece is a lot of somewhat naughty fun. It's had millions of fans for five decades because stupid teens making stupid decisions about love and sex is about as timeless a story as can be. Even Shakespeare wrote about it way back when in one of his lesser-known, barely-remembered plays called Romeo and Juliet... What? What does he mean, stupid? Dad? Does, I don't think anyone gets like pregnant in Greece. Um, I don't know. I've never seen it. Nobody <laughs> runs a train in Greece. No one thinks <laughs> about <laughs> Greece. What, as what much stupid as this decisions guy. does yeah. he mean? This guy reads the Greece lore on the Wikipedia. He's. It's it's just it's just it's just weird to me. He keeps going back to making stupid decisions about, about love and sex and teens. He loves teens. He loves teens. And he loves John Travolta. <laughs> He's like, hmm, I wonder what gym John Travolta goes to. Oh, okay, okay. I, th- at least this next paragraph kind of explains why this article is being written, because I was just like, what? what's even happening right now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb here and predict that the prequel TV series version, Grease, Rise of the Pink Ladies, streaming in April on Paramount Plus, what will have none of that broad-based timeless appeal. <laughs> I didn't know they were doing a prequel of Grease. I'm not gonna no, lie. No, me neither. And I'm, I'm sure that will suck because everything <laughs> yeah. any streaming platform makes sucks. That's. I really hate how they can't just like everything has to be a fucking remake or like a, a spinoff. It's, well, that's the decline of Western civilization, my yeah, friend. Exactly. It is. It's boring. IP rehashed. This guy's mad about that, the fact that this is literally deterioration of the West, these shitty fucking TV shows, but it's like, pal, you're mad about it for the wrong reason. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you, dude. TV's real good right now. You gotta be watching Yellowstone <laughs> with me and becoming a Republican. <laughs> okay. People are like, folks, what does Boomer Death Squad do when they're not on the air? Uh, the answer is uh, watch all the Republican shows. <laughs> I stare at the walls. Joey, he's watching what my dad watches. Yeah, I watch. You and my dad should hang out. Me and your dad would really get along. (laughs) I want to show him that soccer anime. Yeah. (laughs) That Chinese anime? Uh, The Chinese anime rocks. I want everyone in the world to watch that. (laughs) Such a strong supporter in that anime. Well, go ahead. You got your time. Plug it. You're on your platform right now. Uh, Yeah, you're right. Uh, To the millions. (laughs) Look up this anime called Kingdom. It's impossible to look up because it's just called the word Kingdom. Uh, It fucks. Yeah. Thank you. Nice. The new series about is about the experiences of teenagers at Rydell High in 1954 with a, quote, marginalized identity. That's according to one of the stars, Ari Notaratamaso, who uses they-them pronouns because she's too edgy for you squares. <laughs> what do you mean? This, this is why so many old people have such a problem <laughs> abandoning their transphobic. They're like, no, it's not just like that there are two genders. There are two of everything. You're either a square or a cool kid. <laughs> 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 and you're bragging about being a cool kid to me right now. That's so fucking funny. Yeah. Instead of being about teens being stupid about love and sex, what's the counter on that? Three or four? Uh, That's like five. (laughs) As teens are wont to do, 
Nor you know teens. <laughs> we all know teens, especially the seventy-year-old man. Yeah, just the seventy-year-old man talking about this <laughs> musical, <laughs> led by get, John Travolta. Yeah, and he just keeps going back, like how straight and normal <laughs> it is to like this musical. What What do you think? What do you think this guy thinks about John Travolta's role playing that woman in Hairspray? Uh, he loves it. Woke culture would never let John Travolta be a beautiful woman today. <laughs> yeah, he probably... He, he probably so true. <laughs> so that, that John Travolta is more a woman than women are these days. Yeah. I saw more women on that screen when John Travolta... I didn't know that was John Travolta. Uh, what? The, the mom in, in Hairspray? In Hairspray. Yeah, it's that John movie Travolta. always annoyed me when I was a kid. Yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> anyway, I don't like it either. This should... guy loves John Travolta, though. We're banning that movie. Uh, no, no, no. Taro Maso says all new cast says the all new cast will quote represent another struggle that overlaps with the things we're dealing with today, like racism. And he says because racism hadn't been invented yet in the fifties, which I guess he's saying it sarcastically, but I really, really don't understand what he's trying to say here. I don't know. I think this guy, <laughs> this guy's brain might be uh, leaking out of his fucking ears. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was saying, um, there was racism in the 50s. You can tell because there were no black people in Greece. <laughs> That's probably not true either. There's probably a big black role and I have no idea. Neither does this guy though. Yeah, that's true. I'm not writing about it or thinking <laughs> wistfully about it in my armchair while my grandkids <laughs> don't call. Oh, I remember Greece. <laughs> I recall Grease, the film. Imagine you call your grandfather after, like, not speaking to him for three years, and he just won't shut the fuck up about the new Grease show on Paramount Plus that you didn't even know was happening. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I'm not going to watch that this, anyway. This is the Donald Trumpification of the Republican Party. Exactly. Everyone's yeah. just talking about their media grievances. And the cast. Yeah, Chris Hardwick's a hack. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Judging by the trailer... There will be oppressed, marginalized kids and oppressive, heteronormative kids. And the only way the oppressive, heteronormative kids can stop being so fascist is to listen is to listen very hard to the marginalized kids singing and dancing about how they won't be oppressed any longer. They thems just want to have fun. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I wish this guy. I wish there was still a career for guys who just made. Uh, racist one-liners or whatever. <laughs> hey, I well, just want to have fun is actually a banger. I mean, but, this uh, guy's been writing for this website for almost 20 years. Yeah, and it's like, what he's complaining about is the plot of Grease. Nothing happens in that movie. Don't people just take turns singing about how how they want to... Kiss and hug? Yeah, how they want to kiss and hug and... and drink them all at the shop. Yeah, exactly. I'm straight guy. <laughs> straight guy. The John Travolta hits straight guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. the dress Kristen Cinema's wearing at the State of the Union? No. She looks hideous, Oh, folks. my God. Fashion corner alert. Ding, dong, ding, dong. This bitch looks stupid. Stupid sleeves. What's she wearing? What the fuck is up with those sleeves? I hate her. She looks like she's wearing a monarch uniform. <laughs> <laughs> she's a henchman of the mighty monarch. She is a fucking henchman. <laughs> she really tries to dress like the Hunger Games. Uh, either the Hunger Games or uh, the... Desert trash that Dennis has sex with in the plane episode of Always Sunny. <laughs> Those are her two fits. Those are her You're two right. fits. Yeah, 
She's either yeah, she's either in a stupid gown or like denimed out. Yeah, the she Demo- could never walk in Fashion Week. No, the Democrats have one useful person on the bench in uh, the entire country, really, and that is Scott Kelly, the astronaut's other astronaut brother. <laughs> and they should either use him to take wow. out cinema Wait. if she won't behave. Or uh, <laughs> there's a real astronaut dynasty. Yes, <laughs> it's and, awesome. And the one's a senator now. That's uh, so from awesome. Arizona, and now this guy should just become the governor of Texas or how, something. How can't um, you like not like a, an yeah. astronaut? American woke cul- American woke culture doesn't let us have astronauts anymore. <laughs> we're not sending people to the moon. No, we're not. So, That's true. It's you know we yeah. ought to. <laughs> All the astronauts were canceled. Yeah, they canceled <laughs> astronauts. They said we don't know what they did up there. Yeah. Uh, okay, so he goes on here. Um, he kind of drops the Grease thing. Not completely, but uh, he says, Streaming might be the worst thing to ever happen to television. He's right there, probably. <laughs> yeah. Networks used to cater to the unwashed masses. That's you and me, bub. The bub, I feel like, really shows that, that 70-year-old age. Yeah. By producing shows of broad appeal like M.A.S.H., The Cosby Show, and Friends. <laughs> movies, too. Uh... The movies and shows with art house appeal either played at the art house downtown or to a small audience on PBS. The rise of home video was great because what the fuck is he talking about? He's going through his years after having been born in the year 1940. <laughs> He's like, you know, I didn't used to have to care about any of this. You used to just turn on your TV yeah. and it played something. <laughs> yeah. There were only three it, channels. A, yeah, one of them was MASH, one of them was The Cosby <laughs> Show, and one friends. was Friends. Exactly. These are just like the classic memories of a man whose brain is like melting. So it's like probably 50 years of entertainment just listed right there. The rise of home video was great because if you didn't live in a big city with an art house theater, you could still watch the art house stuff if you were into that kind of thing. Okay. <laughs> that's that's wonderful, pal. Streaming services like Paramount Plus and Disney Plus have big studio dollars to play with, but no need to appeal to mass audiences. Why? Why not? I don't know. <laughs> he doesn't... Would you be surprised? He doesn't really uh, elaborate on that. Yeah, I think all these things end up sucking because they have to appeal to everyone, so therefore no one. Exactly. It's all marketing fucking nonsense. So you get popular franchises, Grease, Scooby-Doo, and The Witcher... Getting ground down on streaming into low appeal fare that wouldn't last more than a week at the art house. <laughs> at the no, art no, yeah, house. Yeah, now I don't even. Now I have no idea what you're trying. I to love say. stumbling uh, down to the art to house. Watch some Scooby Doo. Yeah. What is he talking about? To watch The Witcher, a video game. <laughs> <laughs> there is good news. The streaming service. There is good news. Money. Good news, yeah. everyone. <laughs> He's the town crier. That was his job before 1960. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the paper <laughs> There is good news. The streaming services are losing money. Lots of money. That's true. None <laughs> of them make any money except Netflix, which now loses money, too. Disney Plus lost $4 billion alone this year. Disney is in trouble, as I wrote for our VIPs yesterday. <laughs> Anything that can't go on forever will stop, the wise man once said. So true. I love that quote. Yeah. But from the wise man, he was so wise. Yeah, everything will stop except things that don't. <laughs> Thanks. And the big studios can only throw big money at small projects for so long. 
And uh, that is he, that's his piece on that. Um, and he sort of breaks up for the next section with, before we continue, here's a short video to restore your faith in everything. And it's a video he's from Twitter. Of uh, the caption, it's pig saves baby goat. <laughs> no, it's the man's dog was by his side the entire time he was in the hospital. Heart emoji. Posted <laughs> by a guy named Tansu Yagen, <laughs> probably a, a which, Turkish politician. Yeah, which is great because I was just gonna say this is like reminiscent of Chinese state media where they're just yeah. like you know, look at this heartwarming video of a dog. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, very nice. So, uh, my faith in humanity is restored. You win the internet for today, sir. Yeah, exactly. Reddit gold. I'm not crying, you're crying. He yes. captioned that. He captioned <laughs> that the is, video. That is correct. Oh my god, this is an old man. Double <laughs> caption on this video. His... He's, he's texting like Leo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not correct. crying, you're crying, bottom text. <laughs> Uh, Why you not show me pussy? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the next thing he talks about is he gets really mad at trans people, so we're going to just skip that. Next one, this one, this is more on the Donald, Donald Trumpification of, of the Republican, uh, you know, populace. Stop in the name of something, anything. Madonna is only six months older than Susanna Hoff. Both photos are a day old. Tragic. And it's just, Madonna looks like shit, folks. And this other woman looks wonderful. Why, Madonna? Why is his caption to that? <laughs> Another thing that really straight guys think about all the time. Why Madonna? Why? Why what? What? What's she up to? Uh, well, you see this picture? She looks like shit. She's like a hundred years old. Yeah, but this, this lady's the same age as her. Uh, the lady on the right? He's got a point. God, Madonna, why aren't you this MILF? <laughs> yeah. Random MILF I found. Well, okay. <laughs> but I agree with him on this. Madonna should still be a MILF. Uh, probably just an unflattering angle. I bet I could find an angle that would make Danny want to fuck Madonna. <laughs> Let me be totally clear. I cannot. Madonna that. has never. That's the thing. This guy's like a hundred years old, so he's like, ah, Madonna, the most beautiful woman alive. What, what, what has happened <laughs> what to her? Happened? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, where are the real men like Liberace, <laughs> Freddie Mercury, <laughs> the Pope? Yeah. Uh, Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> he says, a quick little something before we get to Insanity Rap's closing meme. He says, I'm drunk blocking Biden's State of the Union address tonight, which is Ooh. tonight. This article is from today. Uh, of course. And I can't offer an effective one-man counterspin to the entire mainstream media, but I will provide one entertaining drunk blog before, during, and after the big speech. Oh, God, I wish we <laughs> could stream his speech and comment on, like, his comments. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah, just like a Russian nesting doll. <laughs> uh, this seems impossible. But I did my first State of the Union drunk blog 20 years ago in early 2003. Yeah, when I was a spry lad of 57. <laughs> uh, when George W. Bush was president and we were still just gearing up for the Iraq War. So, my first drunk blog. So why not celebrate my shriveled liver? Gearing up for the Iraq War, you started drunk blogging in 2003. <laughs> oh boy, I, so do cool. I want to read that. That is so manly, man. Yeah, I, I, Dude, just imagine the things he said. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you're right. That could be a bit of a trick. In and trail. out, five-minute adventure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
so why not uh, celebrate my shriveled liver with our best ever 50% discount on becoming one of our VIP members? You, could ac- you get access to all kinds of bonus content from your favorite PJ Media personalities, including podcasts, video live chats, and Florida Man Friday. Whore. <laughs> whore. Stone the whore. Plug. What is this plug? <laughs> Along with exclusive access to the drunk blog comment section. Florida Man Friday. Jesus Christ, when your conservative culture war project is not going that well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, catch us in the town square where we'll be pulling apart the vodka pundit limb by limb <laughs> with angry peasants. Very true. Use the promo code drunk blog for your 50% discount, folks. Uh, and one more thing is his his last meme. It's a little bit confusing. I'm probably just gonna cut this. There's no reason to explain a meme. Yeah, it's pretty stupid. He's like one little one last little dig before I let Texans you go. Texans don't want Californians to move there. Is his epic joke before I go get fucked up? Before I go get drunk off vodka? He lives in Colorado. I live in Colorado. God, I'm so I'm so I'm the driving vodka pundit. <laughs> That's a wrap for this week. Come back next week for another Insanity Wrap, assuming we make it that long. Uh, <laughs> assuming I make it that long, because I'm yeah. like, fucking kill myself. <laughs> well, no, he's just going to drop dead from old age. Yeah, from old age and fucking drunk driving a Ram 4500. <laughs> yeah, from liver <laughs> On a failure. mountain. Yeah. I bet this guy's 100 pounds soaking wet. <laughs> vodka. Yeah, he's like on an old lady vodka diet. <laughs> yeah. That's like what I'm on. <laughs> That's respectable, man, at your age. Yeah. There's a new vodka pundit in town. Uh, uh, let me just go through, like, there was, like, two ads that I got. Or maybe three. Um, this one, just throughout this article. Seven legit side hustles to make extra cash. Uh, and then, previously on Insanity Rap, we need to talk about that trans transfigure skater. I think this guy <laughs> might be lying to himself a little bit about something. We need how to much, talk about yeah, how much he'd love to talk about a transfigure yeah, skater. Exactly. Uh, yeah. The Republican obsession with side hustles is so funny. I have a friend's father who I will not name who uh, <laughs> has basically had his brain broken by Republican media and his inability to find a good job. He's like, no, I'm going to work for myself. I'm going to start my own business. So he came across these baseball cards. He decided he was going to sell them. He's like, these are worth like 500 bucks, man. This will like almost pay our rent for the month. And he goes to sell them. He goes to a baseball card seller. He's like, I'll give you 50 bucks. And he's like, fine. <laughs> he takes the 50 bucks. He's pissed off. He goes to Friendlies. <laughs> And eats a meal on the Sunday, which costs approximately $50. <laughs> and yeah, that was his uh, Republican-style side hustle. That's awesome. Yeah. Genius. They all work so well. They really do. Speaking of side hustles, the last ad that it gave me is, Your house is dusty? Try this. And it's somebody cutting a, a pool noodle with a kitchen knife. <laughs> I, I don't know what the fuck this is. And the website's called Clarifon. <laughs> Clarifion. <laughs> yeah. You gotta saw the noodle. Saw the nude. You know what Facebook recently did, which I love? What's that? It shows you where the admins of different pages are based. Like, geographically? Yes. <laughs> what? Why? I don't know. That's awesome. So I load a page called, like, New Jersey, number one Jersey, yes, and it's like, you know, <laughs> managed from Macedonia. What? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. They're just trying to scam people from the United States. Just trying States. to sell, like, Teespring shirts or whatever because they're, you know, country Respect. has a 50% unemployment rate. <laughs> Love yeah, to right. all my homies in Scope G. <laughs> yeah. First Boomer Death Squad live show in Scope G. That's right. I'd go to Scope G. <laughs> now you have to perform. Yeah, right. I have to juggle for them. We think we have a live show in Scopechi to do the podcast, but Matt has just been booked as the tallest man in Scopechi. <laughs> <laughs> lied to us. Yeah. Lied to us to get us to come. They just heard me around. <laughs> All right. So for the uh, the next article, uh, I really, uh, you know, I was at work putting this together in about 20 minutes. So uh, it, we're staying in PJ Media, folks. Um, my USPS experience solidifies my belief in small government. This is by a guy named Chris Queen. What this if is I sell the post office to Amazon type motherfucker? Clearly. I think that's exactly what he says. It's been about. conservative culture war for a while. Cool to yeah. bring it back. Yeah, this isn't very long, uh, but uh, he's got some. He's got some good opinions. From time to time, we see calls for the government to take over a sector of the economy. For sure, the left is always calling for bigger government by default. But the calls for the feds to nationalize healthcare or something like the energy industry come in waves. I'm a small government guy, so I rail against any calls for increase, increasing government intrusion. But a recent interaction with a government entity has further solidified my position. Yeah, versus <laughs> everyone who has great experience with companies, famously. <laughs> Late Tuesday morning, I got a call from my sister, who lives next door to me. That's, what? That's weird. I gotta that say, weird. That, that's yeah. weird. <laughs> we all live on a big compound. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> You won't believe what I just saw, she began. What's that, I asked. A delivery vehicle just brought a couple of packages to your house, and the driver forgot to close the back. There are six packages all over the driveway, she explained. She and I gathered them up and put them on my carport. What is a carport? I'm not sure what a carport is. I think these people are Mormons on a big Mormon compound. Yeah, a carport is like, instead of a garage, you just like have a weird little, like... Oh, it's one of those garages with no door. It or sounds walls. Mormon. Oh, it's just got a roof and some posts. Carport? Yeah, yeah. It does that. It's very Nuketown. It's very Mormon. <laughs> it is very Nuketown. <laughs> uh, I realized that they were all Amazon packages, so that's where I started. The Amazon, rap, uh, the Amazon rep asked for one of the tracking numbers, at which point I realized who delivered them. The U.S. Postal Service. <laughs> the Amazon rep said she would try to get a message to the USPS from her end, but also advised me to call the USPS myself. Thus began the next phase of my adventure. This is awesome. Just deciding to do somebody else's work for them. He's not getting paid to do this. Yeah, right? He didn't have to do this at all. He could have kept those packages. <laughs> free stuff. He's a fucking idiot. <laughs> I had to do this. This was my, this was my curse. <laughs> I would have opened all of them. Bear in mind that all this time, I'm supposed to be working. Helping our writers deliver the best possible product for you. The PJ Media Reader. Yeah. Hey, listen, buddy. Uh-huh. I'm sure they weren't missing much. Yeah, his guidance. <laughs> so I had to reach out to my fellow editors to let them know why I was off the grid, so to speak. The fucking jobs <laughs> these people have when they tell everyone to go back to work. And they're just like, yeah. I have to go on a package adventure, fellows. <laughs> I'm sorry, I have to call the, the USPS and Amazon and not send emails for two hours. No, literally. Expect... I, I will send a raven with my <laughs> scrawling. <laughs> 
The first number I dialed was for my local USPS carrier annex, which services uh, several post offices in my area. It Why are you calling that? <laughs> it rings and rings 12 times before a fax machine picks it up. A fax machine. What is this? 1996? What the f- You're calling like the UPS <laughs> distribution center. Why are you... Nothing works this way. <laughs> Fucking... There's a Pepsi one by my house. I cannot go there and just bang on the walls and ask for soda. <laughs> Hello? Hello? I've got some packages I don't want. I yeah. need to get rid of them. Is anybody there? <laughs> Can you send somebody, please? Google doesn't have a direct number for any of the post offices near me. At least not as I'm searching on my phone. All of those locations point to the 1-800 number for the USPS, so I call it. He's too good for the robot. <laughs> Thank You're you. You're not too good for the robot, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, no. Capitalism makes an equal of us all in this way. Five Guys has a robot now, pal. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, you order your burger from a robot. It's awesome. It's terrible. It's fake types. It's so George oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for calling the United States Postal Service. Para continuar en español a prima dos. Yeah, I'm good. Let's run with English. I think that's what he says to the robot at that point. Yeah. She started in English, pal. To hear our privacy policy, press 2. That's not going to do a thing to help me. Let's keep going. USPS is pleased to announce that all U.S. residential households are now eligible to submit a fourth order for free-at-home COVID-19 tests, with each order including four rapid tests. To hear this message again, please say repeat. Seriously? Who needs that repeated? He's freaking owning the robot. He's destroying it. That's right. I hope this call was recorded for, uh, you know, quality quality assurance. assurance. Yeah. Service alerts. For free at home COVID-19 test information, press 1. That again? Good grief. (laughs) (laughs) My word. The fucking, the, the, (laughs) yeah, no, but he's Charlie Brown, and the robot is Lucy holding the the football. Yeah. Every time he replies to it, she pulls the football away from him. (laughs) Fucking idiot. You're getting owned by an AI. Not even an AI. Yeah, it's not intelligent. It's just an A. (laughs) It's just artificial. (laughs) That again? Good grief. If you are experiencing delivery issues, press, now we're getting somewhere. At that point, I had walked back outside, and my screen door slammed. The recording goes silent. I'm sorry, I didn't get that. For technical support, press, sigh. I press zero, hoping to get a real-life public servant. Public servant? Yeah, post, that is a government job. Post office people are public servants. Yeah, and that's what he calls them. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't get that. For technical support, press again. I try zero one more time. I'm sorry, I didn't get that. For blah blah blah, it's time for a new p- strategy. I press star, thinking it might take me back to the main menu. Is this not riveting? Right. Then they're literally <laughs> about to say what number you should press for technical support. There's not even any... Yeah, I've interacted with these robots. There's not even any tension. The robot has plot armor. (laughs) I'll even listen to the COVID test spiel again if it means I get another chance to get some help. I'm sorry, I didn't get that. Just then, I hear a car drive up. It's the delivery person. And she told me she didn't realize she had left her back gate open. She thanked me for rescuing the packages, loaded them up, and went on her way. So clearly, he just did not have to do any of this shit. Obviously, she was going to notice that fucking packages were missing and that her back gate was open he's like i've been sent on a fool's errand <laughs> for no goddamn yeah, wait reason. so what the fuck is this story over what the, <laughs> um, what the fuck is this 15 
15 minutes of my valuable time wasted trying to track down the person who dropped some mail in my driveway. And the left wants the government to take over more aspects of my life? No thanks. Just leave me alone. <laughs> I was a busybody and kept pressing buttons before the robot told me what button to press. 15 minutes. <laughs> she realized immediately. She was still on his block, probably. He could have just gone outside. Sorry, I'm going to have to take a few hours off from work, guys. I have a serious postal dilemma I need to solve. <laughs> I have to take the rest of the day. I'm going to the spa <laughs> yeah, to decompress. Yeah. Okay. I might run into John Travolta there. <laughs> I'm going to John Travolta's private spa. <laughs> that was Chris He's Queen. the masseuse. Yeah. Uh... <clears throat> now... On, on to another guy with a normal name. This is a very short... Uh, yeah, this is a very short one. Um, I read... So, okay. Basically, this is another PJ Media writer. Um, his name is Rick Moron. Um, what? <laughs> well, it's spelled with an A, but there's no chance... You're, I'm not pronouncing it Rick Moron. His name is Rick Moron. It, it's, it's, it's Dick Moron. Found an, I, I found an article by him on PJ Media called A Mass Exodus from Christianity is Underway, and not for the reasons you might think. <laughs> I thought it was a funny title, so I read it, and it's it really was pretty boring. Not good enough to read. How to be raptured for dummies. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Um, so, you know, I, I, I read through it. It wasn't good enough, but I love reading these these people's bios. Um, Rick Moron has been writing for PJ Media for 13 years. His work has appeared in dozens of media outlets, including the Washington Times and ABC News. Washington Times. <laughs> That's right. Goonies, baby. He was an editor at and American Thinker. And Disney World. <laughs> <laughs> he was an editor at American Thinker for 14 years. Oh, we need to go back to that website. That's a funny one. Yep, 100%. American uh, did, Thinker. We dude, think they do be here. thinking. And his own blog is Right Wing Nuthouse. <laughs> just going for a Chapo Trap House type so, naming exactly structure. That's exactly what he's going for. So I just checked out his website real quick. It is a piece of shit. Like there's, it does literally look like a WordPress blog. That's looks it. like shit, buddy. There's no, there's no menu. You can only scroll down, and it's just articles posted. His last post is from 2021, and it's it's titled "In Defense of Cats." And I read most of this, and he's just talking about how he thinks cats are better than dogs, which I'm sympathetic to that. Uh, argument. I like them both. Did you read the first paragraph? That alone we should read. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, we could read a little bit of it, but he goes two on. Do you want to read it? I, absolutely. John Hawkins penned an article for PJ Media advancing the notion that cats are inferior to dogs, quote-unquote, in every way. <laughs> he gave five reasons trying to prove this theory. Tried and failed. In fact, though, <laughs> Hawkins' entertaining article was written largely tongue-in-cheek. The underlying bias against cats came through loud and clear. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, uh, that is super fucking awesome. Yeah, um, that's how they talk. That's how they rank races in PJ Media. Too. <laughs> <laughs> that's so true, man. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I don't know if the rest of this is. Uh... Yeah, and obviously, like all things, the thing with animals is it's a spectrum. You either mm. want a cat that's very dog-like, or you want a mm. dog that's very cat-like. That is actually an excellent point. Yeah, I know. I'm the smartest man who ever Those lived. constitute the best of those two animals. Exactly. Now my phone is dead. <laughs> That's fine. We are about to finish this. I have to look at your ugly mug. This is just... <laughs> 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 this, 
This is so that's his last post from 2021 in defense of cats. Um, but before that, he has like he he basically had a podcast and he would do like a little couple paragraphs for each of his podcasts in 2015. These are the only posts on this website, and he still advertises it in his articles on PJ Media. That one was from like today. So this is from April of 2015. Rhino Power, Rhino Hour of Power. Hillary announces, I guess that's the name of his podcast. Rhino Power Hour. <laughs> Can you take an hour of Rhino Power? <laughs> rhino Power. What's he complaining about? Is he like, yeah, that's right, we're the rhinos. I really love Marco Rubio. I guess so. What a dick. Maybe he's like, there's too many rhinos in the world. I love poachers. <laughs> so this is from That's a-, a way better name. <laughs> All these rhinos, guess what? I'm a poacher. There's too many. J.D. Vance had any We gotta poach him. Oh, yeah. Instead, he's just like, the balloon. <laughs> uh, Hillary announces, should we bother to count the votes? This is going that far back. This is when Hillary announced for 2016. He's Jesus a- Christ. You won't want to miss the next inevitable episode of the Rhino Hour of Power with your host, Rick Moron, and co-host Fausta Wirtz. Of Fausta's blog. <laughs> this was the conservative <laughs> media machine that defeated Hillary Clinton. Oh, yeah. They're losing Fausta to Fausta Warts. These guys are getting hundreds of thousands of dollars in the coach. <laughs> <laughs> the next inevitable episode. What the fuck are you talking about, you idiot? It's inevitable. We're going to make another one of these. <laughs> <laughs> the next inevitable episode. That's really the vibe we try and bring to Boomer Dust. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Hillary Clinton threw her bonnet into the ring. Yeah, I'm a misogynistic creep this week. With Marco Rubio close behind. Rand Paul and Ted Cruz are old news comparatively. But with the Republican field taking shape, you might ask, what's the point? I'm a misogynistic creep. But this <laughs> week. of negative creep. <laughs> there you I'm go. a misogynist creep. I'm a misogynist creep. I'm a misogynist creep. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are both just coughing. Right? <laughs> yeah, 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 we can't even talk for that long. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, we can't talk. Danny actually has to clip individual words of ours together. Me and Matt both record from inside a joint iron long. No, don't joke about that. (laughs) I know. I know. I knew exactly what I was doing. No, you can't say that. (laughs) Matt's scared to watch the Big Lebowski. Is there an iron? There's an iron. Fuck, I'm not watching that fucking movie. Sir, it is an honor. <laughs> they, they meet the guy who wrote Highlander. And he's in an iron lung? Yeah. yeah. Like, they think that his son they think stole his son money. stole their car. Oh, their car, right. Anyway. I fucking hate iron lungs, man. Well, Big Lebowski's a great movie. I'm never watching it. <laughs> uh, Shouldn't have told me that. With the press in full hagiographic hey, mode, <laughs> Hillary... Folks, at 1,000 Patreon subscribers, we will finally be able to put Matt in an iron lung. <laughs> <laughs> Matt is so upset right now. I'll, I'll die before I go in an iron lung. <laughs> Just go, you come into my house one day and it's in my living room. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's, he's, he sees a big box with a wired log on. He's like, Joe, what's this? You're like, oh, nothing. It's not anything. Yeah. I, I, I'm dropping iron lung in for weeks. <laughs> oh, 
Bunda. <laughs> okay. Uh, who? Okay. With the press in full hate geographic mode, Hillary Clinton is not only being portrayed as the inevitable Democratic nominee. There's that. There's that big smart word again. Inevitable. She's being installed in the Oval Office already. Needless to say, Rubio, Paul Cruz, and a host of other Republicans will have something to say about that. Rich Baer, political correspondent at the American Thinker, will join the panel discussing the 2016 presidential race. <laughs> Rich Baer. Was this guy like, wow, it's basically a shoo-in for Hillary. They, they, better, they might as well not even count the votes. <laughs> Little did he know. I guess he's a fucking rhino, though. There's also a big list of all his favorite blogs on the side of this. I don't know if you guys want to get into that. Any Ga- good ones? Gateway I just, like, I cut it down to, like, Fire a couple 20. Off. Uh, so there's just, like, a big old list next to it. A, a conservative lesbian? The only pair of lesbian parents I knew when I was younger were, like, one was a log cabin Republican and one was, like, <laughs> that's nice, dear. Wow. Whose parents? That's some, that's some representation right there. Whose parents? <clears throat> A blog called Ace of Spades sounds pretty freaking awesome. A blog called Alpha Patriot. Ace of Spades. That's just the blog run by that, uh, run by the guy from Shellac who called Tyler the Creator the N word a bunch of times. What? What? What's Shellac? It's Steve Albini's band, right? Yeah, it's Steve Albini's who I'm talking about. He? Why do he call him the N word a bunch of times? What? Uh, I don't know. He wrote some article on his blog that was like. Tyler, the creator, was very rude to the bus driver on this bus we were on. <laughs> uh, he's a thug. And then, <laughs> oh, dude, I know what you're talking yeah, yeah, about. Tyler, the creator replied and was like, hey, uh, you're very racist. You're a racist guy. I, none of this happened. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I only know this because Steve Albini uh, just tweeted that was like, I'm, I'm the one punk who will never like Steely Dan <laughs> or something. <laughs> okay. Uh, American thinker, of course. Backcountry conservative, beautiful atrocities. I like that. He's found like yeah. We gotta girls. save this list, actually. Oh my god! Read some of these blogs. Backcountry conservative. Yeah, it doesn't sound bad. Girls right? have eyes style conservative. Yeah, articles. yeah, yeah. Brainsters blog. <laughs> yeah. Like it, it, one article is about the Jews, and the next one's about like uh, the ants. We talk about the ants. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. They're in my skin. They're in my skin. The ants. The ants. The ants. Yeah. Democrats, but the ants in your skin. That is definitely backcountry conservative. Uh, canine pundit. Conserva thing. Canine pundit. Is that like the White House dog account I follow? <laughs> White House dog account. I won't yeah. let either of you unfollow on the main Twitter account. I refollow it once a week. <laughs> I think this one is my favorite. It's just called Dick McMichael. <laughs> That's absolutely the biggest psychopath. Of yeah. Dick I'd, McMichael. Irish psycho. Dick McMichael. Dick Mick. Dick yeah. McMichael. Uh, this one's called Dr. Sanity. <laughs> Dr. Sanity. Yeah. It's uh, Dr. Disrespect's less known brother. <laughs> um, Eric's Grumbles Before the Grave. Uh, uh, that sounds like a young guy. Gates of Vienna. <laughs> <laughs> Gates of Vienna. Oh, dude. Yeah. Welcome back to Boomer Death Squad, the number one Turkish horde podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I am your host, Joe Ataturk. This one sounds fun. New Sisyphus. I, the Neo Sisyphus. He likes pushing the boulder. 
yeah, yeah. It makes him strong. You guys saw that on Twitter? Yeah, I hope oh, you click God, on Oh, God, that fucking lady. <laughs> yeah, I hope you click on it. It's like the boulder's like a computer or something. <laughs> it's him writing his articles. <laughs> <laughs> the computer's a phone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's addicted to it. Uh, patriotic mom. Political teen. Both of those sound like canceled Netflix adult <laughs> series. <laughs> and for good reason. Yeah. Um, race 42008. I wonder what that one's about. Uh-oh. <laughs> Six Meat Buffet. Also, wonder what that one's about. <laughs> that just sounds like a pornography. Uh, yes, it sure does. The Conservative Cat. That sounds freaking epic. Makes conservative sense. Conservative Cat, yeah. Um, the Rick Moron Show. Which is, he's plugging himself, our old uh, Viking pundit, <laughs> and and our old friend Vodka pundit. And those are uh, those are the ones I cherry-picked. All right, well, uh, yeah. Shout-out to all our hitters. Shout-out mm-hmm. to everyone who was there before we made it. Shout-out to Viking pundit. Mm-hmm. Shout-out to, I forget, all of them. All the rest names. of them. Me too, I don't yeah. don't care. Shout out to the Backwoods Creeper. Shout out to the Lonely Skeleton. Yo, shout, shout out, out to Dick Young McMichael. Zombie. Shout out Dick McMichael. <laughs> shout out Patriot Skinwalker. Yeah, shout out all my Irish who don't drink. That's right. Shout out all my Mormons who do. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Boomer Death That's Squad. That's a Kanye line. <laughs> <laughs> they call me the white Kanye of this podcast. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Boomer Death Squad. You can follow us on Twitter at Boomer Death Pod. We'll have a Discord linked in the bio. I've been Joe. I've been Danny. I've been Matt. Bye-bye. See ya. Toodles. Broken feelings